all the small things, man, that they really remember, you know, and that's, that's, as a father, that's what you want. You want them to remember those small, you know, intimate things that they've went through in their life. It's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. Welcome to the Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddie. This week's The Art of Fatherhood podcast is being brought to you by Kinzu. Kinzu is built around the belief that that the majority of parents are just trying to find the right balance for technology in their families. The people at Kinzu are working hard to earn the right to be that trusted tech partner by providing apps that give kids and tweens only the best that technology has to offer without exposure to the worst of it. Kinzu thinks that the positive potential of technology is unlocked when it connects, promotes creativity, and enables the cultivation of new skills and interests. They build apps around these three pillars that kids love and parents trust. The three Kinzu apps are the Kinzu Messenger, which is an all-ages messaging platform that safely and privately connects families and friends. There is the Kinzu Together, which is an interactive video calling platform where users play games and read books on video calls. There is Kinzu Studio, which is a story builder where users learn storytelling and basic animation skills by creating characters and stories that they can export as video files. That's pretty sweet. Kinzu doesn't stop there. They actively provide thought leadership on the subject of kids and technology with their active blog, their founder's bi-weekly newsletter, The Digital Dad, and their founder's book, Screen Captured. Kinzu is flipping the script on screen time. To learn more about Kinzu, go to kinzu.com, that's K-I-N-Z-O-O.com, or just check out your device's app store and download it there. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very lucky and fortunate to chat with this guy. It's none other than Raheem Mostert. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, sir. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you taking the time as well, man. And, you know, it's just a, a, definitely a topic of, of something that I really enjoy. So Love it, man. Yeah, big fan of yours. I got to say, like, I love to see what you guys are doing in Miami. I'm a Niners fan. We'll get into football in a second, but I love seeing what you did for the Niners organization. But it's really cool to see you keep on kicking butt uh, with the Dolphins as well. But main reason why I brought you here, sir, is talk about your fatherhood journey. If people follow you on social media, not not only do you guys have like cool Halloween uh, costumes, <laughs> but you know you have a great family foundation that you know we're gonna get to in a second as well. But take me back when you found out you're gonna be a dad for the first time. What was going through your mind, man? Yeah, um, when I found out I was going to be a dad for the first time, uh, it was uh, definitely nerve wracking more so just because, you know, it's a, a world that I've never been introduced to other than the fact that, you know, I do have a a, a bulldog that I got in college with, with my wife, Um, you know, the parenthood that comes with all that, you know, he's a little bit lazier, he doesn't have to go outside all that much, so it was a little bit easier raising him, but um, you know, finding out that I was going to have my first child, you know, my first son, it was it was definitely an experience and something that I will cherish for the rest of my life now. Nice, man. And like I said, uh, your foundation, Waves of Success Foundation is great. And one of the things that I love that you not only do you do in the foundation, but you practice at home is the quote of be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm-hmm. I think now more than ever, we need to have that because sometimes it, it went from like, how can I help you? How can we pay it forward to like, it's all about me, right? And, and it's not, I don't want to say a blanket statement, but I love the fact that you and your family live by that. So it, it sounds like you and your wife have a great foundation of the values, but talk about some of those values you're looking to instill into your kids. 
Yeah, so uh, one of the things that, you know, I was uh, not fortunate to have was the fact that I didn't have a role model uh, growing up. You know, I didn't necessarily have a ideal father that I could look up to and say, hey, this is the guy I want to mimic. Now, I did have a coach uh, growing up. He was my first ever football coach that did lead uh, by example. And, you know, he also taught me a lot of things that, you know, uh, a man should um, early on when I was young. So, um, you know, he was he was all that and more for me. Um, you know, um, he was there ever since I was I was growing up in the football world, you know, had my first Pop Warner game with him. Um, and then, yeah, it just unfortunately, when when I was with the Niners, um, he passed away the year before, right, right when we went to the Super Bowl. And, you know, that was one of the big dreams that I had for him was to come and witness me play on that field in the in the biggest stage of, you know, any football career. Um, in that Super Bowl down here in Hard Rock, so you know it's close to home as well. But I know he was he was proud of me, um, and and everything that I've accomplished thus far. And I know he was looking down on me, but um, you know, with my foundation, I wanted to be able to give um kids some inspiration outside of not only football and athletics, but um, in any profession, whether you want to be um, you know, a lawyer, attorney, um, you want to do real estate, you know, um, I just want to be able to help those kids that are, that are in need or who are asking for help as well. You know, um, I think one of the biggest things for myself and my family, what we have established was the fact that it's okay to be yourself, you know, just be who you are and stay true to yourself. Um, and, and if that means you need to seek help, then seek help. It's all right. You know, everybody needs help now and again, um, whether you want to flourish into different things or you know you want to just be um your own little in your own little cocoon we all still need help at the end of the day so um that was a big thing for me and my my family and our foundation as well thank you very much for doing you and your family and the foundation for doing that work looking to help others and i love the fact that you're just like be yourself and i think you know this sir you got kids as well as i do it's like if you're authentic i think your kids can like see that you know and if and mm -hmm. if you kind of if you kind of act in like not to your kids, but if you just don't act authentic to people, some people can pick it up. But I feel like kids have that good, like that your kids are sometimes your toughest critic. And I and I and I appreciate that with my daughters. But yeah. <laughs> um, I love the fact you guys are stressed and be yourself. I love that. Let's kind of flip the script. What is something that your kids have taught you about life for yourself that maybe you didn't know was there, but once you became a dad, they brought it out in you? Yeah, um, I would say patience. Um, you know, with 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 three boys, you know, it's, it's definitely more patience. Um, the more the more kids you get, the more patient you have to become. So, um, no, honestly, it's just patience, and and then also, um, you know, that glow that they get, um, in their eyes when they're looking at you, um, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, man, it's it's always motivational to just keep working, keep grinding, and keep doing the right things because. Um, that's that's ultimately how they're going to be raised. You know, they they see everything. They they're big sponges, um, and they 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 observe all those little things. So whether you have you know a nice talk with your wife at times, or um, you know whether you, you have to show compassion and affection, that all plays into effect because um, you know growing up is is that's something that I didn't have. You know, I didn't necessarily have the means to show hard work and, and dedication. And uh, honestly, I just grew it on my own. Um, you know, and I, I realized that as a father, you definitely have to instill those values in them, you know, just put your head to the ground and, and continue to work. And um, hopefully it just manifests into tenfold when they get older. So um, that's, that's what you want. You know, you just want the best for them, something that you never truly had. And that's something that I've always lived by as well. No doubt. And Raheem, let me just say like, kudos to you 
And obviously you got a great family structure with your wife and your kids, but you know, I interview a lot of dads and sometimes they say like, I, you know, without maybe having a father figure or someone there, I know you, you mentioned your coach, but it's like, sometimes people will revert. Well, I was raised this way and I turned out fine. Look, I'm in the NFL, but like you chose to kind of break that cycle and be like, like a new change and pass on legacy for your sons, man. Mm-hmm. So again, kudos to you that Thank you for doing that. One more question about father and we'll get into the NFL. I think you're, with your kids' ages, you're perfect for this. Dad hack or piece of advice for new dads? What would you offer to them? <laughs> <laughs> Dad hack or piece of advice? Actually, I just found out a, a, this hack, right? When you're, you're like, because when we're going to the beach, right? Um, they say that you have to wear beach diapers, correct? You know, you have to put the beach spe- specific diaper on. Yeah. Well, I just found, found out on social media that you should definitely add a diaper to the swim diaper. So that way you could, you could hold all the extra curriculars that, that go on in the diapers. So um, that's my little dad, dad, little hack right there at the moment that I have um, that I've actually learned literally like two days ago. Um, that is perfect. Yeah. So you got to do that. Nice. So, yeah. We're in the summer months right now. Dad's getting ready to go on vacation with their kids. Yeah. Raheem, listen to Raheem. He's got, he's got the knowledge on that. Dropping some right, right. Learning, uh, <laughs> hacks. Love that. And also too, you're a big, you know, strong guy playing in the NFL, but another tip just kind of with the beach, make sure you have a cart or a carriage because the dads are the ones that are struggling and carrying everything while the kid might have a pail, you know, your spouse, she might have like her water jug or like a backpack, but you're yeah. carrying everything. And it's like, can we just stay right here? No, we want to go further back. You know, and you're like, why are we walking all this way? So See, the good the thing double is- diaper thing and also bring like a carriage or something that'll yeah. make your life easier. Cause you're will, pretty much bringing everything, right? I will. Yeah, definitely. I will say um, where I'm from New Smyrna beach, which is like three hours North of here. Um, yeah. We're able to drive on the beach. So that's a little bit easier when you there can, you, drive. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily carry everything. You could just, you can literally drive on the beach with all your stuff in the back. So yeah. you know, that makes it a little bit easier for sure. Nice. Yeah. Much easier. So if you can find a beach that you can drive on, go do that. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about your time, you know, your time from college to the NFL. What was like from Purdue to the NFL? Obviously, Purdue, well-known college program. What was like maybe the biggest transition for you going from college to the pros? Yeah, well, um, biggest transition for me, um, everybody says speed, of course. You know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, um, run fast in the league, even D-linemen are running, you know, sub four fours in, the, in, in their 40s and stuff like that, which is unbelievable, but um, my biggest transition was the the learning aspect. You know, I didn't necessarily understand early on that it was a, a business and I was just, you know, appreciating the sport of it itself uh, rather than look at it as a business. So um, once I was able to understand that, I think that everything started kicking into gear for me, um, especially when I got with, you know, the 49ers back in 2016. It just started taking off for me that I, I had to approach everything like it was like, a job instead of it just being a passion, you know, because the passion is always going to be there. You know, I'm I'm going into year nine and you, you can't sit here and say that I don't have passion for the game um, if I'm still playing, you know, in year nine, which is unbelievable for an undrafted guy, especially a, a running back. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to break the mold and break the barrier and be a a, a difference maker um, in that regard. But, you know, when it comes to the aspect of football and, and in the NFL, you definitely have to treat it as a business. Um, and that's something that I was able to le- leech on to early on. Nice, man. And it shows, again, like, I know you said you were undrafted, but the average, what, the average career in the NFL is like three years. So you mm-hmm. tripled that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So it's like, kudos to that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Um, my daughter's a Dolphins fan, so like I think this year, you know, like last year, we're like uh, in fantasy football. We kind of do like with another family down the street. We do like a fantasy football thing, and so she picked you up before I was able to get you, which kind of picked <laughs> me up. But she's a Dolphin fan, and she's like, you know, if you talk to him, say hi to Jordan. So Jordan says hi. But hello, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> talk a little about like I know now more than ever, right? Like I'm 40, uh, you know, I'm in my 40s and I love watching football, my family and all that stuff. And there wasn't, of course, there was newspapers and television, but like I feel now more than ever, social media, there's sports 24-7, which is a good thing. Um, But like there's, I feel like there's a lot of hype and so many stories. How do you and the Dolphins, especially with the year that you had, you almost surprised Buffalo in, in the playoffs. How do you guys go from that, the expectations in now like a tough AFC East, but like, how do you kind of like quiet the whispers and just focus on what you guys need to do? Cause I know it's a week to week, you know, uh, league and all that stuff, but from the success you guys have on, uh, you know, is it hard to sometimes to listen to the outside noise and like all the possibilities that people are predicting you where to end up? You know, we, I think the biggest thing is as for any team, honestly, I think it's the fact that you have um, a four wall, um, you know, saying, you know, what's ever, what's going on within these four walls, that's how you have to approach it. You know, we, we, we tend to think of it like that, you know, we don't necessarily worry about what everybody else thinks about us. I mean, they, they are, you could look at it right now and there's predictions that we're going to go six and 11. It's like, I mean, we haven't even touched the field yet and you're already counting us out, you know, and that, that's just how sports in general is going to be. Um, you have these critics and, you know, analysts that are going to do their pre-season uh, predictions and stuff like that. But I mean, all that stuff, it, it really doesn't mean anything to us um, because, you know, when I was like, I hate referring back to the Niners, but I mean, they had us like three and 13 or something like that. And then next thing you know, <laughs> we were 13 and three, you know, it's just like these, these people make these, these predictions and they don't, do they understand the game? Do they understand what truly goes into it? You know, you just never know. And I, I hate to be the one that, you know, um, point that out, but in retrospect, that's really what you got to do nowadays is just shut that, that noise off and just continue to play ball. Um, and then all that matters is really what's in those four walls. So um, that's the process you have to go through, um, especially last year. You know, we built so much good momentum. I, I wouldn't ex- accept it just because we lost the playoff game. Um, and, and that's something that I should have been a part of. But, you know, I had an injury that held me back the last game of the season. So, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But at the same time, you know, we have something that we're building here. And that's all that matters, especially with the coaching staff personnel and everybody that's in involved in the organization so um just got to keep growing that's it no doubt two more questions before we finish off with a father quick five and again i appreciate you being generous with your time you have some fantastic plays like just like breakout runs and it's like you take it to the house right talk about you know being kind of in that zone or like how you feel when you're having like you know, just a breakout run for like 80 yards and you take it to the house. How does that feel for someone who's watching it, who loves the game of football, obviously I'm never going to play in the NFL, but kind of take me back, like almost like, you know, with PlayStation or Xbox virtual reality, if we were like you, what would you see? And how does that feel like just breaking off an 80 yard and taking it to the house? Yeah. When you, when you got these, these breakaway, um, you know, game, game moments, man, it's just, it's, it's unmatched. Honestly, it's like, you know, you, you, if you're a salesman, you sold the, the biggest and best thing you possibly could, but then you got to go right back to follow when we can do the same thing or right back in the next series and try to try to mimic that, you know, um, which is, which is, it's challenging because you, it, it's, it probably wouldn't happen, but then you just never know. It could still be a miracle then, and you, you hit it off, but 
Um, and in regards to you know making those runs, man, it's honestly it's so much fun just being back there and just you know breaking it off and nobody knowing that nobody can catch you. You know, it's just like it is what it is. You know, I'm 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 fast, but you know nobody's really gonna if I'm away from you, you're not you're not catching me. I I, I can't accept it. Um, but then, you know, when you got to go back into the next series, you're just hoping that you get another one, you know, and if it doesn't work out, you're like, all right, well, at least I got one in me. That was that was solid enough. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, and I honestly, you just, you just cherish those moments, man, just like anything else in life, like you cherish your kids. Right. Yeah. No doubt. That's like, that's like maybe it doesn't have to be an 80 yard run, but it could be like at the end of the game where it's like it's third and six. Yeah, and it's like yeah. if you get this, you guys can kneel it down after you get that because the team has no timeouts. Yeah. Granted, you love the 80 yard touchdown, but yeah. that seven, eight yard run where you stay in bounds and it's like, yeah. all right, game's over. Let's get kneel, right? <laughs> yeah, prime example. Um, you know, during this past Super Bowl, um, Jet McKinnon, he uh he knelt it on like the one yard line and um, everybody was like, oh, like I was with some some friends and family like, oh, what is he doing? I'm like, that is the best playing football right there. Like you have no idea what that means right there to be able to just get that first down and then just kneel it on the one yard line and not sacrifice his score. So that way you put your team in, in victory formation. Like people don't really understand those those moments right there as for a player. And it's like it may seem stupid to some to most like you don't understand it, but like the people that really are behind the scenes and, and know that that when he knelt it right there, like that was just the most exciting moment for not only himself, but for the team. And then for, you know, the chiefs kingdom, whatever they call themselves, you know, oh, just, you're right. yeah. Chiefs kingdom, yeah right, chiefs, chiefs kingdom, you know, they, they know that they got the game solidified and Philly couldn't come back. So, you yeah. know, that's off, off to the races with the super bowl champion and the celebration. So. No doubt. One more yeah. question. Like I said before, before the father quick five, I know you guys are gearing up to the season, but like, you know, I know even on the off season, you're working out and prepping up and getting ready for the next season and all that favorite thing to do with it, either it's like by yourself or with your family is by myself or with my family. Um, like any hobbies or any fun things you like to, and it's like, all right, it's my time before, like, you know, it's the, you're full on to the season or, you know, getting ready for OTAs and all that stuff. Like, what do you like to do? That's like just you time or your Yeah. Family? Well, it, it's nice because like during this, this break, we're about to have, um, you know, we got three days this week of practice and then we're off for, you know, um, at, at, until the end of July. Um, and I have two birthdays that I have to celebrate. Um, you know, my my youngest son, he's gonna be he's gonna turn one um, the seventh uh, here in a couple of days, so it's gonna be nice. And then my oldest son, he's gonna be four, so I'm gonna be doing a lot of good things. You know, going to the beach. We're gonna have a little beach day, beach party, um, and I'm gonna try to grill out as much as I possibly can. That's what I like to do is grill um, and and smoke some 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 different meats and everything like that, even vegetables and stuff. So um and yeah so I, I like it okay just showing that dads can cook and grill quickly favorite meal you love to make is what oh man to be to be honest with you um <laughs> i like to make cinnamon rolls on the smoker oh, that's awesome nice. yeah cinnamon rolls on the smoker i you can you can call my wife up i'll call her i'll call her up and i'll ask her hey what's the best thing I, that I make on the grill? She, she'll tell you like my center. She'll, she likes everything else like brisket, yeah. pork, you know, ribs. I, I love making the ribs, but when it comes to the cinnamon rolls, I, I make them by scratch, you know, the dough, I let the dough rise and, and sit in a, in a nice temperature uh, room and stuff like that. So 
That's definitely my go-to. I make the icing, you know. The, Look at you go, man. Yeah, cream cheese icing. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's definitely one of my go-tos for sure. When's your food truck starting up, right? <laughs> hey, we got a plan. We got a plan. Nice. We we'll see though. Love it. And that, and quickly, that like cooking for your kids and like making those cinnamon rolls, right? You said your wife loves it. Your kids will like that's something that they will cherish for a while. Be like, remember when Dad used to make this the cinnamon rolls on the grill? Yeah, like, yeah. so that's awesome. I love yeah, that, man. It's all the small things, man, that they really remember, you know. And that's that's as a father, that's what you want. You want you want them to remember those small, you know, intimate things that they've went through in their life. It's gonna stick with them for the rest of their life. Oh, damn. All right. I appreciate that. That's fantastic. You blew my mind with making cinnamon rolls on the grill. That's awesome. Yeah. Here we go with the father quick five favorite family movie. Do you guys have one? Um, My wife will tell you Pearl Harbor. Okay. Um, Kids actually are into it. So nice. yeah, I have to okay, say cool. Pearl Harbor. So history, history yeah. there too. I love it. Oh, nice. Uh, favorite genre of music or is there a family song right now that you guys love to dance to as a family? Family song. Uh, I would have to say um, my kids love Baby Shark, of course. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really into Baby Shark. Um, let's see, what else? There's a couple songs that they're actually into. Um, so I would have to say Baby Shark for right now. Maybe the beach, but describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? So actually, we went to the Bahamas, and they my kids loved it. We went to Atlantis, and they, they loved it there. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm a sneakerhead, and I see you. I know you're a Nike athlete as well. Uh, on social media, if people follow you, they see you like you're rocking some sweet kicks. Do you yeah. have a favorite sneaker of all time? Favorite sneaker of all time that I have. Mm, I got I got some good ones. Um, but I would definitely have to say I, I like my Travis Scott's. Um, yeah. And the the black and blue ones. I got uh, these, the low ones. Yeah, the low ones. I like I, I got the low, I pretty much got all the Travis Scott. Nice. <laughs> but um I would definitely have to say the low ones for sure. Either ones. I haven't gotten the black ones though. I want to get the black ones. So yeah. the Air Jordan fours, like the almost like um Houston Euler colorway was pretty yeah. sweet as well. Yep, those are nice. Nice. And lastly, top three words you hope your sons would use to describe you as a dad. What would you hope they would be? Um Committed, um, fun. <laughs> Always want to be the fun dad, and um, easy. I guess you could say, yeah. Very cool. Thank you again for your time. I wish you and your family continued success, and as well as the Dolphins. I know my uh, my youngest Jordan. She's gonna be re uh, cheering for you guys. Um, please, people, go to RahimMoster.com. You can check out you know his uh, his foundation. You can check out where he's on social media as well. Again, thank you very much for your time, and I hope uh, you guys have a great season. And happy birthdays to your sons. I know you guys are having a big month, but, again, I really appreciate your thoughts on fatherhood, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, you're doing a great job, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to thank Kinzu for sponsoring this week's Art of Fatherhood podcast. For those who have checked out my articles or podcasts, you know that I am a fan of technology, but I also want kids to be safe while using that. Kinzu is a big part of creating that safety while parents and kids can enjoy the internet. Make sure you go to kinzu.com or download the Kinzu app on your device. And again, thanks for checking out the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you go to artoffatherhood.net to check out the latest articles, podcasts, giveaways, reviews, all that good stuff. And again, I appreciate your support and help. I'm looking to support fatherhood, support parenting, support families, all over the world. 
by having positive examples through my podcast and website. And I really appreciate your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to theartoffatherhood.net.